are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. It's up to me to be the very best I can be. Good morning, and welcome to the Up To Me Magazine show. The Up To Me Magazine show is your inspirational go-to platform for behind the scenes with industry professionals and talent in Christian entertainment and successful small businesses. Join us today as our guest will be Eric Karen, a retired U.S. government special agent and diplomat, international speaker and security consultant and best-selling author for his book, Switched On, The Heart and Mind of a Special Agent. I'm your host, Gabby G, because I was born with a gift of gab, a trait that each of my friends and family can all attest to. So whether you like to talk a lot like me or you're just a great listener, please join me in my virtual Gabby G studio and be inspired along with me as I introduce to you each morning another fabulous guest to inspire and educate you. Each week, I will welcome our guest and invite you to join me in conversations on diverse topics that relate to our journeys in awakening and living in our life purpose. I'm blessed and humbled to be a part of this Christ-led team, and I do not take this opportunity to serve as your host for granted. Here at Up To Me Magazine, we love to encourage and empower each other to be the best that we can be. So this program is truly meant to be a platform of voices to be heard and expressed in a safe and non-judgmental environment. Celebrating 10 years of encouraging our guests to do better and be better, our podcast can be heard on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your other favorite podcasts. Simply search for Up To Me Radio. We also encourage you to visit our website at www.up2meradio.com and go to my Up To Me Magazine show page to comment and subscribe for updates, free gifts, sponsor promotions, and more. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Up To Me Radio. Well, thank you, everyone, for returning to the Up To Me Magazine show for another season here at Up To Me Radio as we celebrate our 10th season. We've been through a lot together over this last decade, and it has been my privilege to bring so many inspirational guests that have helped to inform, educate, and even equip all of us to be our best selves in this changing and uncertain world. This is why I'm very excited to bring a very special and unique guest to all of you this morning. He is a retired 25-year decorated U.S. government special agent and diplomat, international speaker, transnational crime and money laundering expert, adjunct professor with the Massachusetts Maritime Academy, international security consultant, and now best-selling author of his book, Switched On, The Heart and Mind of a Special Agent. Eric Karen has been featured on numerous digital podcasts and national television broadcasts such as Newsmax, Fox News, OAN, Judicial Watch, Dove TV, and the Christian Broadcast Network, just to name a few. Throughout his highly decorated career, he has discovered the powerful, life-saving effects of listening to your own heart, mind, and God-given instincts he refers to as being switched on, as well as his mind, body, and soul philosophy. It is Eric's willingness to share these techniques with us that I've asked him to be with us here today. Please help give me a very warm welcome to Mr. Eric Karen. Good morning, Eric. Hey, good morning, Gail. What an honor to be on with you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. And on behalf of Up To Me Radio, let me just say thank you for your incredible 25-year service to the citizens of our nation. And that is your um, that also of your family. And we'll talk about that as well. Yes, thank um, you, and, and I look forward to the conversation. Well, as I mentioned a minute ago, you know, we're living in an ever-changing and uncertain world, so your message and your resource from your book, Switched On, is, is very timely. So before we get into the principles of your book and your mind, body, yeah. and soul philosophy, I really want to begin by introducing you to our audience because your background and your early experience is so pertinent to your story and your life's work. So well, let's yeah. go right ahead. Yeah, so you know, I'm, uh, you know, I was born uh, one of seven children um, to a uh, police officer, and um, was raised in Massachusetts in a very blue collar community. Um, 
and um, went on and uh, fulfilled my my dreams of becoming a special agent. Um, and you know, I ended up um, serving for the Department of Treasury the um, for about uh, eighteen plus years. Um, I served in beautiful New York and Newark, New Jersey, and Boston and overseas and. My area of expertise, national security and money laundering, I uh, did a lot of undercover operations um, identifying procurement networks for the Iranians and the Russians and the Chinese who are here in America um, and illegally acquiring U.S. military technology for their WMD programs and weapons and mass destruction programs in their home countries. And and what we, we – we, what I would do and others was um, identify them and then um, do undercover operations. We would pose as arms dealers and, and um, sell them um, equipment and uh, track where the equipment went um, in some cases and then arrest the bad guys. Um, and I did money laundering and child pornography and uh, served overseas as a, as a diplomat in Dubai uh, again, trying to identify the Iranian threat and their WMD program, um, and uh, did a lot of human trafficking type cases, and and then I retired um, in t- late 2014 as the agent in charge in a, in a small state of Rhode Island, um, where I, I ran the office and um, did a, again handle all the kind of you call it, uh, you, you name it, from human trafficking to child pornography to money laundering to weapons and, and uh, illegal immigration, of course. And so I retired and, and uh, uh, finished uh, finished the book. And uh, the book uh, switched on, The Heart and Mind of a Special Agent, dedicated to all men and women of law enforcement. It was really uh, therapeutic for me to, to get my experience, uh, the good and the bad, down on paper and um, and sh- and I wanted the the world to understand a kind of a glimpse behind the badge and what it means and the sacrifice that the men and women in law enforcement um, you know do every day for for people they don't even know. Um, and so the book is dedicated to all law enforcement officers and first responders and the glimpse behind the badge and. Um, and uh, now I'm doing consulting, traveling the world, and, and, and sharing uh, the switched-on philosophy and, and my experience as an agent to other nations now. And um, it's, it's, been, it's been wonderful. And um, that's a little background on me and, um, and, and what I've done in my brief 25 years. <laughs> uh, you say brief. That's funny. You know, it's the average citizen, um, you know, when you're young and you're saying – uh, now, people do say, or young kids will say, I want to be a police officer, I want to be a lawyer, or some people, some girls say, I want to be a bride. My niece said that one time, what do you want to be when you grow up? She goes, I want to be a bride. So, okay. <laughs> you know, so everybody aspires as a little as a, as a little kid, yeah. like what they think, you know, a superhero, whatever. And so I think the superhero, after I read your book, and for the benefit of those who haven't read your book, your superhero um, was your dad. And um, can you give us, um, I just want to give, um, you have us give us a glimpse of um, who your father was and why his influence was so great in your life. Well, you know, my dad was my hero. Um, He he grew up in the um, uh, post-depression, and he was a a shoeshine boy um, who went to work at eight eight years old, uh, shining shoes. And, Is this during um, the Depression? He, yeah, teen, I think late in the 39, 40, mm-hmm. just post. Wow. And and he, he he lost his dad early in life, um, and you know he had two siblings at home. And at eight years old, he went out on the street and started to shine shoes. And you know then along the way, he joined the Marine Corps, and um, he he served in Korea, and he came back and. Uh, of course, married my mom, and um, and I am one of seven, and um, with a twin brother, and um, wonderful, yeah. And you know, my dad, although he did not have much in in the way of money, he gave me everything I needed to know in life, 
and 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 and, and I you know he he taught me about the importance of strengthening the mind through education. He thought he taught me the importance of strengthening the body through sleep, eat, and exercise. And of course, he taught me the importance of 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 the soul of having faith. And he, although uneducated, he he knew. Uh, the, the, that these core principles will help sustain us all through life. And, and they're all equally important, and they all have to be fed every day um, to, to be able to survive, the, to survive life. Because you know, and I know, and the hills and valleys of life. And, and, you know, when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, we know it's bad. And I've, I've been there. Um, and, and, and so... Um, at 15 years old, for instance, my hero died just two weeks shy of my 16th birthday. Oh my goodness! And and he 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 was here one day and 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 pretty much gone the next. And and um, I I as as tragic as as that was, in some respects, Gil, it was a blessing for me. Wow! Why you say that? Right. Because his death awakened me to the man that I am today. And so there is beauty in tragedy sometimes. And, and it's difficult to, to, to understand that. But as I reflect on my life, I now know that, that his death uh, sent me on a different path. And that path was to become an agent and serve and serve our nation and serve others. So I have a question because um, in your book is, let me just, um, you know, just let everyone know that if you haven't read Eric's book, you really have to get it. It is not only a fascinating read, but it's, um, it's um, both funny and heartbreaking and endearing. And it does give you um, a fascinating eye into the work of a, of a U.S. special agent, um, you know, heart and soul. What goes into that? Yes. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. nothing what you expect <laughs> with the average because you know the, I think the average person you know has this identifiable um, you know picture of a U.S. agent through yeah. James Bond and Tom Clancy yeah. novels, like <laughs> right. You know. So right. you know what makes somebody want to grow up to be a special agent? And could you say um, since I've read your book, could you say that? Um, your father used to take you to work every day, for instance, with him, or he would take you with him sometimes. So yeah. can you talk about that a little bit? And do you think that influenced your love for law enforcement? Or was it because well, your father was so larger than life to you? Yeah, I mean, both, both. You know, he he had a demeanor. He was a gentle giant, if you will, in, in my eyes. Um, and um, he had – just a desire to serve others and and to help others, and I I saw that. And you know, one night I was uh, I spent the night with him. He just had a had a, a small little detail to watch a festival round one night, and he had the twelve midnight to you know eight in the morning shift, and and um, I spent the night with him, and um, it, wow. it, it was just it, it was just it was just a glimpse into his world and you know he stayed up of course all night i tried but at like four o'clock <laughs> in the morning of course i fell asleep on his lap oh and oh my uh goodness. These, what a man. yeah and yeah and um you know he, he, he his his life was about service to others and service to his country and service to god uh and and so i knew early on that that through him and what I saw was was the need to serve others, um, you know. And and my life as an agent, um, I did exactly that. I I rescued many children from abuse, and um, I put mm -hmm. many bad guys and predators uh, in jail uh, who who victimize uh, children and including Thank babies. <laughs> Thank and, you. Yeah. And um, I had to sit behind the table and, and, and speak to these bad guys quite often wow. and, and control myself and not want to reach across the table and, 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 and be violent with that, that perpetrator. Um, so 
yeah, my, my dad uh, really taught me, you know, inspired me and gave me all the, the, what I needed to know in life to be a good person and to be a good agent. Uh, and, and that's the mind, body, and soul. And, um, and you know, when my dad died, he had, the, he had in his wallet, in, in his police cap, he had the born-again Christian card, the born-again card. Love he it. actually had it in his, his hat and in his wallet. And, you know, the born-again philosophy, as many of us know, and it's, you know, we, we're born, we live, and we fall, and we get up, and we, we fall. And, and, you know, the born-again, you know, you die, but we, we, are, we, we, we come back, and, and we're, we, you know, we, we live again. Um, and, and, and maybe in, in different people. Um, and, and, and so the, 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 the butterfly is my logo. If you go to my website. I, know, I love that. Life. Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so at the, at the, the butterfly, um, you know, is it, it, it right in the middle of the mind, body, and soul um, then, then diagram that I have uh, developed. And, and 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 so, you know, the the the, body, the butterfly represents life, and, and 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 in the wings of my butterfly, because my dad, as I said, was a, a shoeshine boy, in the wings of my butterfly, of my logo, ever so slightly, there are shoes in the four wings of the butterfly and they represent a set of his shoes and my shoes and, and the fact that we're connected, always connected. And That's I so ingenious. Many, you know, who, who, who go through life and their mom or dad or son or daughter tragically dies suddenly, their, their, their life is ruined forever. And I understand that I've lost my father and, 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 and I lost my twin brother at 28 who died in his sleep due to a heart a virus, a myocarditis that many of us are aware of now. But, you know, um, many years ago, people didn't know what myocarditis was. And, of course, um, he, he had it and went to sleep and didn't wake up at 28 years old. I have Sorry. to understand. I believe that we are always connected. My brother and I, of course. And so when we do lose a loved one, I, I like to tell people, well, always, that loved one's always with you, and no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, through, through, through the DNA that you have in your eyes, when you look in the mirror, you're looking at them. And, and I think for me, that helped me understand that. Our loved ones, although physically not um, here walking beside us, they are in spirit. They live within your heart and your mind. So never forget that because too many people in life really go sideways and, and, and fall off earth and, and never return back to earth because of the, the distraught of death. You know, it's um, profound that you say that, too, and I lost my dad, you know, in 2018. He was 96 years old. I was blessed to have my dad, you know, all these years, um, and I, uh, just a few days after he passed, I was in the car, and I was driving um, to the beach, and I just was crying because I was so sad missing my dad and my father. If you knew, my dad was larger than life, too, to me, and he was our hero. I'm one of ten kids, mm -hmm. so my father's funny, and he always had, his name was Norman, and he had all these Normanisms. And, um, <laughs> he, that's what we called him, because he, he sang silly songs, he made stuff up, and he had all these Normanisms that everybody would always repeat, and we'd laugh. And I'm I'm crying in the car by myself, just missing my dad and feeling sad. And do you know, I heard in my spirit so loud as if it was in my ear, my father saying one of his silly Normanisms that I just burst out laughing. And I said, oh, my gosh, Daddy, because you don't want me to cry and be sad. 
um, right. on his deathbed, he would say that to us all. He goes, I don't want anybody crying for me. I'm going to go be with the Lord. I'm going to be with the Lord. So, um, you know, be happy for me because I'm going to be young and um, I'm not going to. He he died as a result, really, of all his World War II injuries. He was World War II vet. And so he had a lot of arthritis. He was just old. He was an old man. So um, it just kind of overtook him. So yeah. Um, I yeah. Well, can relate you know, to me, what you said. Yeah. And, and if I may just share with you um the the very last paragraph of my book and as we're talking i actually just pulled it out perfect and go ahead, go it, right ahead. It, it's finding footprints in the sand oh i love that please now read that. that i was now that i was a retired special agent i was being given the chance to pass along to others the principles i was taught by my dad the same basic principles i practiced firsthand during my career Dad gave me the basics and experience gave me the rest. On many mornings these days, I find myself walking on a small beach on campus, reflecting on my life. As I walk alone without Marie, my wife, I can almost see another set of footprints in the sand, reminding me that I am never, ever truly alone. My dad and all my loved ones are with me in spirit until we all meet again. It is through love and loss that our hearts take shape and our growth as human beings is guided. Sometimes I look over that, over that, that second set of footprints walking beside mine and I'm re- reminded of that beautiful poem, Footprints in the Sand. One night a man had a dream. He, dr- he, was dream- he dreamed he was walking along the beach, along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life for each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other to the Lord. I realized that God wasn't the only one watching out for me all these years. Both my dad and Eddie had been walking beside me as well and keeping me safe. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Chief. I love you. So there you go. That's and beautiful. that's how I try to live. That's beautiful. So, actually, their absence is what gives you strength to go on. That's yeah, pretty amazing. I almost lost. I almost lost it there, Gail. <laughs> oh no, it's beautiful. It's really. I know. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, but but that's how I have to um, live and believe in my life and, and believe in the death of 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 my my twin brother and my dad who died at sixteen years old. Yeah. That's amazing. And I, I'm sorry for your losses because that's profound, and especially in your young life, and you're correct that, you know, it would be seem to be um, reasonable um, at that young age for, you know, you to turn to other resources and influences um, through your pain. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny yeah. because um, I read an interview um, a few years ago, I guess, um, about Jackie Kennedy Onassis. And someone said to her, asked her once, um, what do you feel like was your greatest accomplishment in life? And before I read her answer in my head, I'm thinking she probably, you know, her kids, because her kids were incredible, and good mom and all, and, and I know that was important to her. And she said, my greatest accomplishment in life is that I never went insane. And I was like, wow. how, prof- how profound is that? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. go insane from everything that she went through in her life. That she, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean she because, found you know, it within as, herself. As we mentioned, that, that life is good, and, and, but, um, you know, but life um, comes at us in, in different hard ways, such as death and disease mm-hmm. and divorce and breakup um, and addictions. Um, it's how we deal with those issues in life and how we respond and are we prepared for those eventualities? Are we prepared? Are we prepared for the death of your son or your, 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 your mother, your father, your, your dog? Um, and, and, and the switched on philosophy, you're right, acts as a coat of armor to help us um, navigate life. And what I like to say, Gail, is that even in darkness, even in darkness in life, 
if you're living the switched on philosophy, you can still see a path to greatness, even in darkness, if you're switched on and living the switched on philosophy. And that's exactly what you were able to do um, using that. And I want to touch on that in a moment. But first, we're going to take a short commercial break. And when we return with Eric, we're going to talk about his book, Switched On, and his mind, body, and soul philosophy. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. I grew up on tour with my parents. Kind of different, but we bonded over music, and we talked. Honest conversations, like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted in my own life. And I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs. In whatever you do, talk. They hear you. And we're back with retired special agent, diplomat, international speaker, and author Eric Karen. Welcome back, Eric. Hey, what's great to be back. I love it. <laughs> After 30 seconds, thank you for staying on the line. Um, so, Eric, yep. we touched and we touched on this um, just a minute ago. But becoming switched on is not just the title of your book. It's what you describe as a coat of armor that can save your very life. So let's unpack that for a minute and and tell us um, yep. both what inspired you to write this book and also about again this coat of arms mindset. Well, Gail, you know, life the life expectancy in the U.S. has dropped again to 76.6. The CDC in 2021 reported over 105,000 overdoses. Since 1999, this number is always staggering to me. Since 1999, over a million people, U.S., citizens, your brother, your father, your uncle, your aunt, have died due to overdose. So that's the size of Dallas, Texas, Jacksonville, San Antonio. A million people since 1999, over a million people have died in America from overdose addiction. And then, you know, God, the, the suicide rate in America. In, 19, in 2021, over 46, almost 50,000 suicides in 2021. And sadly, law enforcement officers and correctional officers, first responders in America, we have an epidemic of suicide for first responders, law enforcement officers, 130 as of today that we know of, 130 law enforcement officers and correctional officers, first responders have taken their life. It's not, that's the leading cause of death for 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 law enforcement officers is suicide. And so, you know, what are we doing what are we doing wrong in America? And and, and that these people people are dying and we, we see the 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 you know godlessness in in, in America. Mm. We 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 see the fatherless fatherlessness in America. We've gotten away from really the the basic core principles of of life and i feel that that i'm a simple man i like to keep it simple and in my the mind body and soul um philosophy that serve as my core principles is really what's missing in america these days and and we have to understand that that you know, people talk. Yeah, you know, I I work out every day, and I, you know, I go for a run, or I, you know, I'm a I'm I'm a bodybuilder, or what what have you, or, you know, I, I've been I'm on a great diet, and and, but but maybe maybe they're missing the soul aspect of the switched on philosophy, or maybe their mind is not um, switched on, and they're not strength, strengthening their mind, but their body strengthened. So um, the mind, body, and soul philosophy, again, serves as the core principles of living a switched-on life. They're all equally important. Without one, you're off balance, really. I mean, so I have to practice the mind, body, and soul uh, philosophy 
you know, every day. And we can get get into a little bit more detail, if you wish, about the mind, body, and soul and how to yeah, strengthen, go right ahead. strengthen them. Yeah. And so the mind, you know, the mind is a I, – I say the mind is a muscle. I know technically it's an organ. But I say the mind is 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 a muscle. If you train the mind, Gail, the body will follow. If you don't train the mind, potentially you die. You die on the street or you die in your personal uh, emotional life. And so, yeah. And so we have to understand the mind, the mind is so important. The the brain has the ability to learn and grow as we age, right? Um, Yes. And so, and so the essence of being switched on stems from our minds. Our minds control our bodies, including our sight, hearing, and smell, as well as our God-given instincts. What do you describe as your God-given instincts? The the what I was going to say is that when we're switched on, we listen. We listen like an owl, we see like Clark Kent vision and we, we sniff out danger like a bloodhound. And those wow. are our God giving instincts that we are born with. But we 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 don't we can't have them if our mind is is under stress. You know, we, we know what happens to the we know what happens to the mind and the and to the body and the soul when we're under stress. And we're all under stress these days. We're all you know the adrenaline and, and the cortisol, the, the chemical in our in our mind affects our body, and so that that energy that's produced from stress has to go someplace. And if 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 it's not released, it stays inside. And we know what happens when that stress stays inside of us. We know we know that you know depression occurs. And we know that suicide occurs, and we know addiction occurs, and we know it, diseases occurs um, through 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 you know having a, a you know a heavy heavy mind, if you will, a stressful mind. And so, the mind is is really so important. And the next is the body, the C philosophy: sleep, eat, and exercise. Sleep, eat, and exercise. Sleep, eat, and exercise. Every day, every day, and you know it's funny. My kids growing up, I would just hold up three fingers, and they would race at the dinner table and say, "Sleep, eat, and exercise." Sleep, and they would race to see who could get, who could say it first. And it's true. You could say it first. Yeah, yeah who could say it first? And, and they were like eight years old, and I'm like, okay, what's you know? And I wouldn't even have to say. I didn't at first, of course, I would say, okay, what's the three most important things we do every day, guys? And they would say, and and then it got to a point where I would hold hold up three fingers, and they would race to say, sleep, eat, and exercise. Great. So, and so we know the importance of of sleep that allows the body and the brain to what to recover, to recover from the day's events, good and bad. And we know that sleep deficiency. It not only makes you feel tired, but increases obesity and heart disease and high blood pressure and diabetes. So sleep heals the body and the mind and the soul. And we're not sleeping very well, right? Uh, most no, people I get know, five hours of sleep. That's about and it. So, That's what I do. Exactly. So sleep, sleep, it sounds so you know, basic, but we've lost our way with sleep. Now eat. We know the importance of diet, but, you know, the important effects that good food has on the body. But we also know it has an effect on the mind as well. Um, and and so there are plenty of good, um, obviously, diets out there, but, it, you know, we need to get back to the basic healthy wholeness foods out there, right? And get away yes. from the processed foods. Foods, um, right. Exactly. And then we call, of course, the exercise. Um, 
in that we know that exercising lowers our anxiety and our depression. And, 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 and that's why, um, you know, I try to keep my weight down, right? So it, it affects my body. Um, but I know it also affects my mind when I exercise. It has a positive effect on my mind. It improves my mood and, you know, um, it, it boosts my energy and, 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 and better social skills. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not as depressed. And so the C philosophy is so important. Now the next is the soul. The soul is, is, is at the core. And, and, you know, I strengthen the soul through faith. And we all know that, again, life, life is hard and life can be fearful and, and, and we're all at times afraid. And what I like to say is that when fear comes knocking, send faith to answer. I didn't quote oh, I love that, that, but I love it. I love it. So Can you when, say that again? Can you repeat that? Yeah, so so you know when the opposite really of faith is fear. Exactly. Oh yes, you're right. And so in, in my eyes, and so in you know, we're all kids. I'm afraid to I don't know, I'm afraid to leave the house. Um I'm afraid to go to school. I'm a, I'm afraid to take that course. I'm a, I'm afraid um to travel. I'm afraid um of disease or what have you. So we live in this fearful, many of us live in this fearful state today. And because they're not living with faith that, and so what I like to say is that when, when fear comes knocking on our doors and it will send faith to answer, send faith to answer because it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because God and our loved ones are with us. And they're going to keep us, they're going to lift us up and not push us down. And so the soul is so important to the, the core principles. So the mind, body, and soul, all three are equally important. Because many of us live, yeah, we have a strong body, but our soul is messed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, have a, I, have a strong, I have a strong faith. But guess what? I'm 100 pounds overweight, and I can't live a switched-on philosophy if I'm 100 pounds overweight. I can't identify and avoid and escape threats on the street and I, because I'm 100 pounds overweight. Or maybe you know my, my vision is not good, and I, I can't see very well. So how can I be switched on and identify threats if I can't see properly and I haven't addressed my my poor eyesight. Wow. And so that's why that's why I say, you know, the, 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 the what you've been hearing over the last maybe years this this buzzwords of situational awareness. Situational mm-hmm. awareness. What does that mean? You know, okay, so we, we want to be aware of our surroundings. Yeah, but being switched on is much deeper. So you can't have situational awareness if I'm not living the mind, body, and soul, you know, principles of, of, of switched on. So I can't have switch situation awareness, again, if my I haven't slept all night because right. I'm stressed. And now I'm getting up and I'm leaving the house and, and I, 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 I just, the house, and I'm in my car. And I, guess what? There was, there was a car behind me in, in my driveway and and he's following me now, and I didn't even see it because I'm so exhausted. And now I have a a predator following me. But if I was if I got my sleep, and I was living the switched on philosophy of the mind, body, and soul, I'm able to identify those those potential threats that are all around us um, for all of us. And so this I say is to that be not, a second. I'm sorry, go right ahead. No, I, I guess I want to stress that it's not in a hyper vigilant way. It's not in a in a Eric, this sounds like um like wow, hyper vigilant, like wow. No, 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 no. I I don't I don't get up and walk out the door um 
being hypervigilant. This is a lifestyle that it's no different than you getting up brushing your teeth before going to bed. You brush your teeth. Second this is a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. So, so if your mind, body, and soul, you know, is is strengthened, the odds are very likely um, you'll be able to identify um, threats in life, both in your personal and your in, in your physical and your spiritual world. Um, you'll be able to identify issues and problems and threats. You'll be able to av- avoid those problems. And, 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 and then you'll be able to escape. And if you have to fight, I, 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 in my seminars, if you will, I, I talk about how to fight. But that's the last resort. Um, and so, and I say honest, on, in all sincerity, if I wasn't living the switched on philosophy these last 30 plus 40 years, I would be dead. I would be dead. I would be dead because... In my my professional life, I faced many dangers, both you know on the streets of Newark, New Jersey, uh, you know taking down bad guys, you know in in crack houses at six o'clock in the morning, um, and um, doing undercover operations with Russian arms dealers, um, and, and the, the, the 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 undercover operation went sideways and the bad guy wants to search the undercover agent. Um, I, I, and I could go on and on and on. And, 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 and then in your, in your, in your, in my spiritual life, in my phys- in my emotional life, you know, um, again, the, the death of loved ones and the, you know, the breakup of, of a marriage um, that I, that I endured um, at 50. You know, if I, if I wasn't, and I suffered from PTSD as well, I would be dead because I, 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 during those stressful moments and, and months of, of, uh, of, my, of my separation, I, I had suicidal thoughts. And, I, you know, if it wasn't for my switched-on philosophy, again, I'd be dead. You know, um First, I just want to thank you for being so transparent because this is so helpful to so many people who have gone through the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, life transitions, yeah. if you will, like all kinds of life transitions. And so I just want to thank you for, um, you know, your just courage. It takes a lot of courage to just, um, to be this transparent with people to help them. And this is yeah. what I love about this is what I love about your philosophy and your book, um, because you teach us um, that it's okay because life happens to people. It, life happens to us, and there are ways that um, we can counteract that if we allow yeah. it and if we have yeah. the right mindset. So that's what your book spells out, and your philosophy is amazing. And I and I um, do encourage everyone to go on the Switched On Life um dot com website um order your book because it really is um has a lot of invaluable lessons and one of the other things that i wanted you to kind of touch on there because we do have some time a little bit of time um i wanted to ask you if you could go through some of those things so we can learn um how to allow um these techniques to be second nature like you said it's not you know, i always my father used to say to you know keep your head on a swivel yeah. Um, you know, while you're out by yourself, because I'm a girl, and he would tell yeah. all us, all us girls that you know you have to keep a head on the swivel, your head on the swivel, and you have to be purposeful when you're walking. We didn't have cell phones back then, but he would say, put your keys in the middle of your finger if you're walking to a parking lot after work, particularly if you're in underground parking. And he would give us tips and things like that. Um, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's how do well, you I've do written, that? Uh, yeah. So I have a, an, an article on my website. Um, if you go to Switched On Life, you'll under the Karen Chronicles. Um, there are plenty of articles there, and one of them is Five to Survive. Yeah, and let's talk about that. To, yeah, Five to Survive. I, you know, I love it because it's it's kind of it's simple. Again, I I like to keep it simple. Um, and and so the number one. You know, you know, and I know that these days, these days um, in, in America, unfortunately, crime is up, um, and 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 you know, we know that you know terrorism is always uh, in the backdrop, uh, of course, 
um, you know, the terrorists are still alive and well, both here in America as well as internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's five to survive. I like to say when you leave your safe haven, your home, your car, you know, engage all your senses, number one. Engage all your senses and trust your instincts. That's number one. Number two, you know, when we talked, we already touched on the instincts, right? We touched on right. the, 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 the sight, the hearing, the smell, the God-given instincts. So engage all senses and trust instincts. Number two, scan the environment and plan. Scan the environment, whatever environment you're in, and plan, meaning what? When I go, simple, when I go into a movie theater, when I go into a concert hall, wherever I go, into a room, and I do this every day, every time I'm out and about, um, um, what's my primary entrance and exits, and what's my secondary? How do I get out of a room when, you know, what, what I like to say, when poop hits the fan, where yeah. do I go? And so, so identify your primary and your secondary. I know this is my primary, this is my secondary. Where is my, you know, and where am I, where's the safe haven maybe? Where's the safe haven? It could be, you know, it could be in a refrigerator or it could be in a walking refrigerator. It could be, it could be in my car. It is a safe haven. It could be in a store. Um, and you know, understand, you know, you know, when bullets start flying, God forbid, understand that, you know, there's a difference between cover and concealment. Um, and, and you want both, you want cover and concealment, something that stops a a bullet. If if God forbid bullets start flying, um, like, you know, uh, a car, if you will, a car engine, um, you know, something, you know, something that is made that's going to stop a bullet. But, you know, bottom line is we want to identify primary and secondary uh, entrances and exits. Um, because when, when, when something happens, the mind does what? The mind goes to what you've, the pre, uh, pre-plan. And if there's no plan, you freeze. Yes. So when so just like you know when you go on an airplane they say okay ladies and gentlemen sit down and and here's the instructions you know you, you know and they're they're walking you through it look behind you look in front of you why are they doing that because they're preparing you that that if if God forbid there's an event on the aircraft these are your these are exits and so I do that scan the environment and plan and then so and then. Three, scan for, for potential, because we don't know for sure, potential bad guys, potential people in a room or at an event. Um, too many, as you know and I know, we all know, after a tragic event, you often hear witnesses say, gee, yeah, that guy stood out or that person stood out um, because of what he was wearing, what he was saying, he was by himself, et cetera, et cetera. So the signs are there, if we're switched on, that, gee, this, this is an individual that has just walked in maybe maybe to um, a worship uh, event. And he just walked in, and he's, you know, he's dressed – it's summertime, and he's dressed inappropriately, or he's got a backpack. Um, and you would think that in today's day and age, those individuals would be basically called out, right? I can't tell you, even to today, this is still happening in America. People show up dressed inappropriately, saying, this guy's not, stands out. It's summertime, and he's got a coat on, or he's got a backpack. Wow. You know, I'm not saying he's guilty, right? We don't know, friend or foe. We really, truly don't know. But he's somebody that you want to check, both, you know, maybe – emotionally in that you want to put eyes on and maybe walk away from or tell law enforcement, tell law enforcement. Um, And so scan for potential bad guys. And then the fourth is your breath. Breathe. Believe it or not, breathing helps 
you focus, especially in times of battle. When the fight wow. is flight, when your heart is pounding, like my heart has been pound has pounded, when I'm going through the door of a crack house like 6 a.m. and I know bad guys have guns behind the other door, oh my God. I better breathe. I better breathe because if I, if I don't breathe, I freeze. I freeze wow. physically and I freeze emotionally. So See it? Breathe, breathing is, is breathing, like breathing, like it, and it widens your perspective and it helps bring back into your front of your brain that pre-plan. Okay, I know that I ha- there's a there's a plan up here um, in my mind because I'm switched on and I've engaged all my senses and I trust my instincts and I scan the environment and I plan my and identify my primary, my secondary, maybe my safe haven, and I've scanned for people. And now, poop hits the fan. i I got to breathe, and that breathing helps me focus on the plan of action. Wow. Because, so understand your breath is so important, your breath. And now, I, I, I've lived all this. I, I, I've, I've been in fight and flight situations a lot in my life where I've had to take out my weapon and point it at bad guys. And I've had to take bad guys to the ground and arrest them. Um, and so I practice these five, five to survive. These are my core principles of, of how to survive. So the breath is so important. And then the five, the fifth, my mantra, identify, avoid, and escape. Live for another day. Those are the five to survive. Five to survive. How do you escape? Say that again. How do you escape? Run away. I I have to, you know, know, run. Run away. Make space between you and the bad guy. Or the bad situation. Get space. And I say space. It could be literally, in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in the mixed martial arts world, jiu-jitsu, on the ground, space is your friend, believe it or not. Um, for those of you who practice jiu-jitsu, you understand that that space on the ground is, is, it can, is your friend um, in, in, semi, in, in many cases. Um, creating space between you and potential bad guy. And in some cases, um, I'm just going to walk away and maybe I'm going to run away. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm walking down the street and it's maybe six o'clock in the evening and I'm by myself and I'm switched on. I identify, you know, individuals walking towards me and, you know, I'm getting my, 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 my senses, I'm switched on, and I see that they're looking at me and they're sizing me up, and I don't like the way this feels. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go into a store. I'm going to run away. I'm going to turn and walk away, cross the street, do whatever i got to do to escape. Too many times people walk towards the target, those suspect targets, and before you know it, they're walking and now they're too close, and then it's too late. Too many times you see, like, wow, why? He, that, that person, that man, that woman could have just simply got off the elevator and walked away, but she stayed in the elevator. I'm in the elevator, and the guy walks in. I, wait a minute. I'm by myself. This doesn't feel right. I walk out of the elevator. Too many women stay in the elevator when they should have walked out of the elevator. You mean as they're coming in and you feel threatened? Yeah, or, I'm uncomfortable. You know, you don't. You're know. uncomfortable. So, yeah. Gil, yeah, yeah. So, Gil, you you can't. People say, Eric, that sounds. Uh, what do you mean? You know, it sounds like hypervigilant. And well, it's you want to flip a coin. Do you want right. to flip a coin on your life, friend or foe? I don't know. I'm pretty good. I can judge people pretty well, but I don't know. So when I'm on the street and people stop me for money. And they oh, try yeah. to stop me. Guess what happens? Uh-huh. I don't stop. People stop. People stop. You know the number one technique into you? The number one technique prior to an attack? And this is, this is 
This has been studied. The number one technique into you, Gail, on the street is to chat you up, is to talk to you. Because why? Excuse me, Gail, can I have your – I need a phone. My, I lost my dog. I lost mm-hmm. my car. I, mm-hmm. The chatting is a distraction. They've been watching you maybe for five minutes, maybe for, for an hour, Ugh. maybe for a month, maybe for a month. He knows – he knows – I know where Gail – he leaves her house every day at 6 o'clock. She, she travels this way. She gets to the office. She parks here. She and she, and this is the way she walks into her business. And I know as a bad guy, this is the opportune time to stop you and chat you up. So as I see the the best opportunity for me to to attack you, I get out of my I, I approach you and now I've been planning this. I know that I'm gonna chat you up. And and um excuse me, um can I borrow your phone? I lost my phone, and oh, now brother. you're stopped. Uh, so, <laughs> I wouldn't be so doing that. You are, but. Exactly, but too many people do. I see it all the time, and I'm sure you do it too. And I'm like, it's nice. Okay, I know we want to be nice, and I know right. we want to be kind and helpful, but if you stop to talk to somebody who you don't know on the street, then it's a flip of the coin whether or not he's a friend or a foe. And then then it, then it could be too late. Well, Eric, that is all the time we have um, today. I'm so sorry. The time goes so quick. And these no, are thank so, you. Such fa- these are such fascinating, fascinating conversations. And I just want to encourage everyone. Eric has all of these lined out beautifully and on his switched on um, life.com website um, if you go on he has his podcast on there where he outlines um, yep. several of these um, your your um, coat of arms your um, your five to survive when the bad guy attacks and the art of the fight so I watch them all and they're really fascinating and they're extremely invaluable tips um, so yes now we really appreciate it and I'm I could talk to you all afternoon about all this because um, it really is important um, philosophy yeah. for our everyday lives. And as you said, it's you know that's how you live your life, and they really are important tools that I do believe in this day and age we really need to adopt and adhere to. So um, thank you so much again for uh, taking the time from your busy schedule to be here and teaching us how to stay switched on for life and safe and. Your life experiences, Eric, and your transparency, again, to share with us um, have been an inspiration, and they're an example to all of us. And we thank you for your service as well as um, and that is for your family. Um, do you mind thank if you. I say a quick prayer for you um, before no, we close thank out? thank you. Thank you. Lord, we thank you for calling upon Eric Karen and his courage and faith to do your will for our country and country men and those around the world. We ask that you surround Eric with your protection, wisdom, and prosperity so that he may continue his life's work through you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Well, Gail. you're welcome, and thank you again. Well, live if the switched-on philosophy. God bless. Thank you so much. And um, if you don't want to miss out on Eric's um, opportunity to learn how to be switched on and how to adopt Eric's mind, body, and soul philosophy for your own life, simply go to his website at www.switchedonlife.com or go to amazon.com to order and receive his book, Switched On, The Heart and Mind of a Special Agent, in either hard copy, hardcover, paperback, and now audio and ebook. If you would like to contact Eric to speak at your national event, you can reach out to Eric at 508-930-8165 or by media contact to Jackie Jones at Jackie at TruthPR.com or simply go to his website at SwitchedOnLife.com and click on the Contact Us icon for more information. On social media, you can follow Eric Karen on Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube 
as well as Apple and Google Podcasts, respectively. The Up to Be Magazine show will be back next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. with another fabulous guest to inspire and educate you. So on behalf of Mel D. and myself and the entire cast of Up to Me Radio, this is Gabby G. saying take five this week and be inspired to ask yourself about your own Up to Me journey. Allow us to help you to do better and be better, mind, body, and spirit. Take us out, Mel D., as we listen to our fabulous theme song, Wake Up, by Blessed Love Gospel Reggae Band. It's up to me to be the very best I can be.
can do this no longer me have to say Wake up, wake up and live Your life is full of purpose You must see that you're worth it Again I say Wake up, wake up and live From your sleepless slumber We can do this no longer me have to say Wake up, wake up and live 